gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the internet. Here in the basement of the Great Hall of Justice are the most powerful forces for good podcasting ever assembled. This is the DC Superpowers Podcast. This looks like a job for Superman. To the Batmobile. My name is John Jones. I am the Green Arrow. Hey, super friends, welcome back to the DC Superpowers Podcast, issue number 99 for New Comic Book Day, March 4th, 2018. I'm one of your hosts, Ken Rose, and sitting along with me, actually, not sitting with me tonight in the hall, basement or Hall of Justice, but coming via satellite from the satellite, uh, Vernon pulled watchtower duty. We have my good buddy, Vern. Hello, everybody. How you guys doing down there? So how's the monitoring going? Not bad, not bad. It's uh, not as rainy up here as it is on the ground. <laughs> so um, this is what happens when the Martian Manhunter gets pulled off of monitors, huh? Yep, but hey, at least he's back, you know? Yeah. So, um, but actually, did you you heard what issue number this is, didn't you? Me? Yeah. yeah this is course. issue number 99. Nine, nine. The next full issue you guys will be getting will be our issue 100, which also coincides within a week of our two-year anniversary, and we're putting that out the week of the release of Action Comics number 1000. So we're gonna we figured out what we're gonna do special for issue number 100. We're gonna um, do a DC super special DC Superpowers podcast of the Superman special. We're going to be covering um, what is Superman, what he's meant to us, all of these great things. Uh, We're going to have some friends on the show with us. Uh, We're still locking in who's going to be there. Uh, We're also going to, in our comic reviews, being as a Superman special, we're going to be reviewing Action Comics number 1 from 1938, Action Comics number 500 from the 1978 or 79. Do you remember? Was it 78? I want to say 79, but probably 78. Okay. I can tell and you in a second. we will actually have a non-spoiler review of Action Comics number 1000. We thought it was right. kind of cool and kind of a, um, nice the way that lines up. You got number one, number 500, and number 1000. Yeah, it was 79. Cool. And also, anybody who has seen the, um, the original um, Superman Part 2, Actually, the, if you guys have seen, they have actually two different cuts of the movie that have been out. Now, everybody in the brother has at this point has seen Superman 2, the original list, mm-hmm. um, Richard Lester cut. Well, Richard Donner went through and recut the movie more the way he wanted it and it's with some of the scenes that he had actually um, directed before he got fired. So we're going um, to sit down and do an audio commentary with us and some of our friends on the uh, Superman 2 Richard Donner cut. And we'll tell you guys how you can get that. You'll be, it'll be on your podcast feed here. We're not going to live stream that. But no. Vernon has never seen the Donner cut, so he doesn't know the changes that are in there. So it's going to be interesting to get his raw, real reactions to um, different things that have changed. Now, I've not told you anything that is changed, have I? No, you haven't. So um, it's going to be cool. Hopefully our mom sits down. My mom sits down with me because uh, she's the one that's the big Superman fan. I think you and her are probably the two biggest Superman fans I know. My buddy Nico is too, but you guys, I think, go a little bit more in-depth with the movies and the lore. 
he knows well, about more like the new stuff. But so I guess all three of you. <laughs> well, that's Teach coming up. Ways, wise one. Exactly. Now, anybody who wants to watch the live stream show of the issue 100 being recorded, uh, I believe that was. Uh, March 11th is the day we're... No, wait, or was it the 14th? No, Let me pull up my 14th, calendar. 14th. Yeah, March 14th. I'm not sure what time. We'll let you know um, later. Probably could be closer to, what, about 4 or 5 o'clock? We'll let you guys yeah. know when we get closer to it what time it will be. But it'll be it Saturday, March 14th, sometime in the afternoon. Yeah. Or evening. <laughs> or evening. So... Because we're going to want to do that after we do the commentary and um, have a picnic and stuff, some other stuff. We're just going to have a good time celebrating the fact that we've been at this for 100 issues. That's huge. Yep. Yeah, seriously. So, But we need to get into the show because uh, you got to get back to monitor duty and stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, before someone sees Martian Manhunter knows what I'm doing already. I mean, dude's a telepath. So. Yeah, it's hard to keep um, things away from him. Very, very. So the first thing we have up, though, is we have to say congratulations. Yes, yeah, somebody has been honored in the Hollywood. That's right. Walk. As of today, which is um, Tuesday, March 3rd, uh, Linda Carter. Now, this is not the um, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce over the last couple months has given a lot of love to DC Comics and DC Entertainment. Last month, Mark Hamill, our Joker, got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well, as of today, Linda Carter finally got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well, so, I feel like hers is long overdue. Yeah. Both of them should have had it years ago. But at this point, we Seriously. have Linda Carter, who is Wonder Woman, and she's also the president of the United States of America on Supergirl. And she's an alien of some sort. So it yeah, makes it interesting. Uh, she ain't human. She ain't so, from the world. Congratulations, Linda Carter. Uh, you were well awesome. Deserved. Yes, you are a fantastic Wonder Woman. It's great to see you on Supergirl. And now it's, we're going to see you on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Next up for today, we're going to get into TV stuff. And it's finally come down. The CW has finally opened their mouths. And so the renewals yeah, for next week's, for next year. Now, remember, uh, we reported a couple weeks ago that Constantine, if, if Legends gets season four, Constantine will be a member of the show. Well, we're getting Constantine for next season. Because they have renewed all but one of the TV or the comic book TV shows on the CW. Yeah, one of my faves, but um, it's not connected yet to the DC uh, continuity of the TV shows. But it is a Virgo property. Yeah, iZombie did not get its renewal yet. But then again, it just started for this season. So they said in May they're going to make some decisions about like iZombie and the 100 and a couple other things that they've not said yet. But Flash, Arrow, Supergirl... DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, and Riverdale all got renewed for next season. Also, in the same release, the CW... Um, I got a quote, actually, right here. As the CW expands it to a six-night line... Um, or to a six-night Sunday through Friday schedule next season, we are proud to have such a deep bench of great returning series for the 2018-2019, said CW President Mark Pedowitz. Uh, by picking these 10 series up for next season, we have a terrific selection of programming to choose from when we uh, set our fall schedule in May. With more, th with more still to come, and I'm especially happy that we'll continue to work with the incredibly talented cast, producers, and writers who create the series our fans are passionate about. Are so passionate about. Now, also in this announcement, uh, Supernatural 
got renewed for a 14th season. Jeez, that's our longest series on the CW we've ever been yeah. now, right? Well, if, if they would have said yes, Smallville would still be going right now also. Right. So, um, but I know they're doing their know they're doing their crossover episode with uh, Scooby Doo soon on Supernatural. They already did it. They already did it. They it was happened. fantastic. I gotta watch it. It was good stuff. You can go to the CW app and it's already on there. Okay, that's what we'll probably do that after we record. So yeah, but all of the superhero shows and they said uh, you gotta think right now they only run two hours a night, don't they? Yeah, they run an eight yeah. o'clock and a nine o'clock slot, so they only have ten spots. They just renewed ten shows, so they're gonna add two extra slots for next year. But um, you got to remember stuff like Legends of Tomorrow. They may keep that and Supergirl doing basically what they've done for the second half of this season. Yeah, going and back I, and I forth between I, them. Yeah, I kind of miss Supergirl. It's, it's been a while, but Legends well, has been definitely keeping us uh, entertained. We have two more weeks, and then we'll get to, then we'll have Supergirl back anyway. Yeah, because oh, Legends, Legends has I two love, more episodes. I love Legends so much. I have the most fun with that show every week. Everybody every does, week. and it looks like sometime in the next two episodes we are getting Bebo back too. Bebo. We know Jonah Hex is coming in the final se- final episode. Constantine's in the final episode. Um, uh, what, we had a story up there that I that we ended up not doing, but um, uh, what's his name that's playing Mollus? Um, John Noble? John Noble yeah. will actually be on the show, I believe, next. In, um, the next episode is called Guest Starring John Noble. It's the name of the episode. <laughs> so we know. Wait, wait, um, that's the name of the episode? Yeah, that's the name of the episode. Really? Wow. So. But that's just the way Legends is sometimes. <laughs> uh, but you want to tell us about Arrow a little bit? Um, basically, we got Roy coming back. Um, well, no, Roy's actually leaving just now. He's already been back. You've not been watching, have you? Arrow, Roy, Roy came Yeah, he back. was the last well, two been, episodes. He's been back, but he's still on the team. When I say he's back, I mean, it seems like he's taking more of a more Arsenal role back to the team with uh, Speedy, with Thea. And also, he's wearing a signature hat in this uh, episode, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but we see the whole uh, Raz al Ghul story come back into play with uh, Nessa, and I just I, I'm still liking how she's not like her sister. She's still yeah. on the side of Grey yeah. right now. Uh, what little what what was the little Easter egg that they kind of dropped on the show? It was something about a reference to a TV show, wasn't it? I don't remember. Uh, she said it was a funny reference. It reminded me of something out of Legend Tomorrow, which I wouldn't mind ah. actually seeing her in this episode. Had a little bit more light heart to her. Well, we have uh, a. Um... Unfortunate down news at the end of this past episode, though. Yeah. Well, are you talking about the ring being burnt up? No. The fact I that know. Willa Holland is leaving the series. Yeah. Sadly. Um, Just the like way Cole, they're writing her. Go ahead. Yeah. The way they're the way they're writing her out of the show, uh, at least for right now, I feel like she's going to be able to come back whenever she wants. Kind of like what Colton Hayes has, the one that's playing um, Arsenal. Uh, he's not going to be on the show, but whenever they want him or he wants to be on the show, they'll get him in for about 10, 15, 30 minutes, even the whole show off and on throughout the um, episode uh him um nessa and thea are all going off to search for the other lazarus pits as we, as we know in dc comic books there's not just one there's several spread around the world uh bane and batman actually had a story arc where they went around the world trying to destroy every single one that's what they're trying to do for Arrowverse right now yeah so yeah. Um, the interesting thing the, is uh, they actually found a map to three more lazarus pits I feel like they're going to find more whenever they come back. and Or they might just keep that, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. We'll find uh, out uh, if they come back with it. They they may. This could be actually uh, uh, a nice way to – you could do a spinoff series with the three of these ones and it, have it only be maybe a um, six- or eight-episode series. 
mm-hmm. where they're basically going um, fighting because they brought in the Thanatos Guild in this, which yeah, was, was um, an offshoot of a, the League. Right, and they didn't want to use the League as of right now. Um, but uh, back at the bunker, that's when Team Arrow discovered that there was a map and they saw that the Lazarus Pit had every was spread around the world. But um, yeah, this how many act, how many um actors and actresses that we've lost now? Not really lost, lost, but they've not been on the show and won't be uh, reappearing on there as a main cast member anymore. Just as a well, basically comeback. for the for the full um full from the original cast, everybody was is still there technically except for Thea and Roy now. Yeah, because Katie Cassidy, we lost for a minute. She came back. Uh, yeah, um, as original cast member, I was still thinking of Rad Ragman too. Last Ragman's season. yeah, Ragman's still gone. Um, well, when it comes to heroes that are were actually part of the series proper, Ragman is gone. Uh, Firestorm started here. No wait, no, 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 he started. Firestorm oh, no, no, started no, no, no. in Flash. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think who else was part of. The, I think Ragman's the only other one that was actually part of the part team of the Arrow. Team. Um, uh, no, he's not uh, a team member really, but Deathstroke's not going to be on there as a. Yeah, I don't think. It, I don't think they're bringing back really, actually, not anytime soon. They've not so mentioned anything about it. They may stay which a little bit farther was... away from it because of um, Deathstroke showing up at the end of Justice League. Right, which as of right now, I don't know how that's going. So there could be a high possibility in the next couple of weeks we might hear Deathstroke to reappear on Arrow or at least next season. So Yeah. Well, also uh, on TV, they're um, using different things back and forth because the League of Assassins is also on Gotham right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. So... And that's been interesting to see because um, right now, uh, what's her name? Um, Barbara is in charge of the league. She's the demon's head. You didn't see this past episode yet. No, I have not. Because remember, she when she died, Ra's al Ghul brought her back to life with Lazarus Pit. They transferred whatever it is. The demon's head is actually like a glowy thing inside of her hand that proves that she's supposed to be in charge. Hmm. So a little bit of a different take It's on weird it. the way they go. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move into... Gotham just for a second because um was there anything else on uh Arrow I mean we got to say goodbye to Willa Holland but it's she'll be back at some point you know she will oh yeah you know yeah they always come back like I said look what happened to Roy was this his third fourth time being back I know one episode he didn't say nothing was more like a flashback than one was Mm -hmm. like a uh just him being there and as like a spirit or something I can't remember what episode that was for uh and now he's I think that was for the first crossover a second crossover they did and now he just came back for this two episodes for this uh season right now yeah but well, also, back, that's like john barrowman you know we will have malcolm merlin back at some point yeah so but um in gotham it got a little interesting because you need to go back and check out gotham because jerome is starting to look more and more like joker i saw the clip of that uh, and i was like wait a minute i thought he wasn't gonna be joker and then we had and an article up here but basically i'll say basically Basically, the article was just saying how they're, he's not Joker, but he is walking in the path of the Joker. So, yeah. I, honestly, I think that's the show saying they don't know if they want to just run with this as him as Joker or just having fun with it. I yeah. say just make him Joker now. That's, just do it. Yeah, at this point, is like, why even hold it? Throw it all out there. Because um, right now, he's leading a team of himself, Jervis Tetch, and Jonathan Crane. All three have broke out of Arthurcum together. And... Um, Jerome has some interesting plans for Gotham. I have no idea what it is, but it's like a master plan of his that they're doing. And you know whatever and, uh, it is is going to be mad. Yeah, and um, the actor is great for him. That's one thing that will make me want to tune back into the show is whenever he's on there. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's had a large part since Gotham's come back. 
he's just a great he he's doing great as a young joker and i'm gonna call him a young joker at this point because i know he's jerome but he's joker yeah i actually like him better as joker in this than i do um bruce wayne what's his name no bruce wayne's okay for that but um penguin penguin does not feel like penguin to me yeah no um and the first season, the actor felt a lot like Penguin. Now this is going on. He definitely has his traits. Uh, Riddler has his traits, but Jerome is Joker. Yeah. This is the. I think actually, in my opinion, he's doing better than any other character really as a villain, portraying the character that they're going to become. But I think that's the reason. I think the reason why is because he has a little bit more of a free opportunity to do so. The elements are still like, don't become the character exactly yet that we know them. With him, he wasn't even supposed to be the Joker, so he could just do as much as he wanted to do and have fun with it. So, um, but that's, I think that's everything we had for TV for this week, isn't it? Uh, yeah, looks like. So moving into movie news, uh, I got the headline here, but, uh, do you oh. have the story? What do you get? What? Uh, just, uh, not going to go on black lightning too much, but just wanted to say, um, lightning is definitely becoming more of lightning because they had an x-ray with her and, uh, black lightning, her father, he controls and can conduct the lightning, the energy. But uh, as the mom, when she was doing her x-rays on her daughter, she said she is pure energy. She's the battery. Yeah, Jennifer's generating her own power at this point. Right, so I'm uh, waiting to see what they're going to do with that for the rest of the season. She might be the yeah. key that they're missing right now. I don't think we're going to see her in a costume until next season, though. Because we're running rapidly mm-hmm. in towards the end of the season, even. Because this ep- this only has, what, 12 episodes? Yeah. We're six or seven into it already. I mean, I'd have to look it up. Hang on, let me look up Black Lightning real quick. But um, And... uh. uh and one, I was just gonna say, also, Legends wants to begin delivered on everything good. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Half she, a second. And now to say, Vixen got her totem back. Yes, and I love Mick with the um, fire totem, <laughs> which yeah, actually does move not... him more closer to the New Fifty Two version of him. Oh yeah, that's right. Isn't him and Mister uh, or Captain Cold? They can just actually control the ice and the fire. I believe they're both the metas in um, the New Fifty Two versions. Okay. That's what I think. Didn't me and you talk about that a while ago when Captain Cold came back? We're like, what's the chance of him being a meta and just actually being able to control the ice instead of needing a gun for it? That'd be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, the uh, there's only three episodes left. Uh, tonight is the episode 11. There's 13 on this season. Man, so we're that running rapidly into the end of this. Man, that's crazy. That happened really, really fast. Well, that's because they've not taken any breaks. They just started and gone. Um. And since we are talking about TV shows, also John Noble, I meant to say uh, fans out there, you probably already know this, it just came across to me. Uh, he also voiced Scarecrow in the Arkham Knight video game. Oh, sweet. So he's uh, not his first time working with uh, DC comic books. Yeah. Well, let's move into movies a little bit. we got a couple of things to hit on real quick. One of them is Wonder Woman 2 has, is rumored to be casting a Venom star, which actually I didn't know him from Venom. I know him from Star I, Wars Rogue Rob- One. Same. Riz Ahmed is rumored to be getting cast. Not gonna lie, I don't even know what character he's playing in uh, Venom yet. Haven't I only yeah. saw that one teaser trailer? So now I I believe this is Riz Ahmed. Yeah, he was uh, Bodhi Rook. Yeah, he was. I de- he was definitely in um, Rogue One. So it's interesting because uh, one we don't know who the villain. We already know the villain is supposed to be Cheetah, but is this a ch- possibility of um, Warner Brothers throwing another villain in there again? Going two or three villains. Yeah, because um, well, there was the three villains in the first one, right? No, the first one had, two, well, technically, um, yeah, technically there was three. Because you yeah. had the general, you had right. Dr. Poison, but she was t- actually working under him. That actually works really well. 
And then you and had then in the very end, you had Ares who was right. actually pulling the strings all the way around. So that's actually a good way to do it, to have three villains and not have them tripping over each other. Right. So um, if they go that route again, that's why that's why I don't know if you got you ever heard and uh, all the fans out there heard when people complain saying there's too many villains in this movie. It can be done right. It just depends yeah. on how you do it. And we see usually that in they Wonder just done right. Yeah, usually they just shoehorn them together into three different villains with three different ways of doing it, and it just doesn't work. But Wonder Woman was a way of how to see how it actually works. Now, on a um, recent episode of Meet the Press, Jeff Schne- Jeff Snyder suggested that um, Riz Ahmed was being considered for being added to the cast. So. Um, he, according to uh, him, he, he says, huh? I just looked up. I was trying to figure out what role is he playing in Venom. He's going to play the bad guy in there, too. He's the guy that's uh, working for the agency that collects the symbiote. Oh, so, okay. if I, so I guess right now he's playing a villain, at least rumor-wise, he's playing a villain for both Marvel and DC right now in the movie. Cool. Well, Jeff Snyder, this was his actual quote. He says, I would imagine that Pedro Pascal is playing someone who's, who's maybe a villain of some kind, I guess you never know. From what I understood, there were two decently sized male roles in Wonder Woman Two, or for Wonder Woman Two, and one of them, or and one was a slippery con man type. The other was an opposing businessman. Uh, I heard they were looking at Riz Ahmed for that role. Hmm. Now uh, we do we do know that Wonder Woman Two is going to be taking place during the Cold War, but um, get what type of businessman would be? Well, actually. They mention it here. This would make a lot of sense is if maybe it's Maxwell Lord. Hmm. Because that would be a businessman that Wonder Woman has um, had to deal with. Well, had to deal with late before. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could is, see. Did, didn't she kill oh, him in the comic books? Yes. That was the person she kills. Okay. Yeah, she broke his neck, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can see that happening. And this, the, well, I don't know. Because I feel like that would be a little bit of a different age gap from uh not even the age gap but the different century i don't know not Maybe. different century it's during the cold war so that could be anything all the way up from the um 50s all the way up to the 80s yeah true 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 hmm. maxwell lord was been around for a long time yes i'm trying to think wasn't he just wasn't it maxwell lord that just happened in the suicide squad versus justice league uh i believe so yeah i think of a he, different character well he was also in the first season of supergirl one of the yeah, characters the that character. kind of dropped. One of the characters that kind of okay. dropped and let it go. Okay, that, I, I want to okay. know. Where, remember, in the second. end of the first season, Maxwell Lord um, takes the Omega Hedron and leaves with Sam Lane. Now I want to know what the three of them been, or the two of them have been doing with that Omega Hedron for the last season. That could play back uh, later on with us. Yeah. on the next season. It's almost uh, a forgotten yeah, uh, storyline. Okay. I had to look up Maxwell Lord so I just completely remember. Yeah, he was in the new Rebirth. He also was the one that shot Blue Beetle and killed him. Uh, early on and she did break his neck and that was the first person that wonder woman killed at least the big major one mm-hmm. so yeah that's right okay okay well next up is um uh henrik havel may actually have a part in shazam i totally think he should be in shazam um and there's a picture that was floating around uh anybody seen it this past weekend on twitter uh danny garcia's um twitter he has a man Looks like Superman, Henry Cavill, in a suit, uh, talking to one of the set designers or some maybe made for costume, makeup, I don't know, but talking to a lady there. And that's definitely him. Even with the shadow silhouette, that's Henry Cavill. I'm hoping that if he is in Shazam, that we may not actually get Superman. 
we may get Clark Kent. Yeah, if we could have a conversation with Clark Kent and Billy Batson, just as you know, just talking, that would be his inspiration to just to do good always. Some type of conversation they have, that'll be a dream of mine. Ever since yeah. I saw that on uh, Justice League Unlimited and the the was that the Shazam. Uh, no, well, yeah, they had the Super- Return of Black Adam. Yeah, Captain Marvel Return of Black Adam movie. That would be great. So, yeah, in live action. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Right now, it's just that one picture. That's all we know. So there's no actual full-on information out there yet. Uh, um, the ne- I'll say the little bit more information, if anybody cares, is uh, they're filming still currently in Toronto. Um, they're still in the first stages as of right now. But we've seen the suit of uh, um, Captain Marvel. Uh, there was rumors also Dwayne Johnson having a previous teased cameo in the movie, which would make sense to me. I, I think we talked about this. You don't have to put him in the whole movie, but at least show, hey, before Captain Marvel got his powers, it was this guy. So yeah. uh, I'm still hoping that, they can do that. That makes all the and sense in the world. If the wizard is showing Billy what the history of the power of Shazam is, right. then Black Adam would make a big deal. It would be a big deal in that because wasn't he the first one to be given the power? Right. At least the one previously before Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, so hopefully. Um, and I know uh, Dwayne Johnson, they wanted him to come back for WrestleMania. It's happening, su- happening Sunday. Uh, he said he was tied up with other things. So I'm hoping just this might have been one of the few things he's tied up with <laughs> uh, yeah. out of all his other ventures in Hollywood that he's doing. So um, hopefully we can see him for even, like I said, if it's about five to ten seconds, just bam, he flies off into the space or something. Just give us a cameo, but we seem like we're gonna have Henry Cavill on set. Uh, if he's if he's on set, I doubt Henry Cavill just came by to say hi to everybody. I know he's a busy man too, so he's probably gonna have some type of role with Clark Kent or Superman. So, yeah, this seems to be shaping up well for uh, the Shazam movie. Well, moving on from there, we now the last couple of weeks we've been talking a lot about this Death of Superman movies. Um, now we do this is two movies. We know we have um, the, Superman, one the Death of Superman Part One and the Part Two is the Reign of the Superman. Uh, which is was, the right is way to do this. Is it, return, is it Return of Superman or Reign of Superman? Um, let's see here. Second film titled Reign of the Supermen. Yep. So it'll okay. be about the four Supermen showing up ah, after Superboy, Clark. Steel, Cyber Superman, and Eradicator. Yeah. yeah, I was at the comic shop yesterday, and I said three. I, we thought it was three. I forgot all about um, Steel being one of them, actually. I said Eradicator, yeah. Cyborg, and Superman, and uh, Superboy. Forgot, the cool thing is... Steel is the only one that never said he was Superman. He kept telling people, I'm not Superman. Right. I'm right. doing this because there needs to be a Superman. Right. Unlike Cyborg Superman, the thought he was Superman, Superboy. No, I don't think the Cyborg ever thought he was Superman. He was always like, playing he, a part. Oh, maybe that was what it was. He uh, threw me for a curveball, but I thought for the first time we saw him, he was saying, hey, I am Superman. Guys. Oh, he's telling everybody he's Superman. Right, that doesn't right. mean he is. I mean, he, you know, yeah. I just remember him saying he was um well, but yeah before we record i i watched it several times and i've had to rewatch had to rewatch it because i had a busy week and i forgot all that was yeah uh, they actually put out a first look at this death of superman now what happened yes. on this thing um basically they in the beginning of it they just show some clips of what's gonna be happening in the movie with doomsday he seems to be crashing down on earth by even smashing into some type of satellite in a space station killing people because that's what doomsday does and then they hit on earth and where we meet Superman right now, and like I said, guys, this is still taking place in the New 52 universe. Well, yeah, this is happening with the New 52 anime universe, but it seems like they're cutting all the New 52 part out and just using the animation style for it. Um, but we see Superman now has the uh, relationship with Lois Lane. Him and Wonder Woman don't seem to be a thing anymore. And Clark Kent and Lois Lane 
have a relationship. So we're going back basically what we've seen previously in the books. Now what happened in Death of Superman, because if I'm correct, Ken, she already knew everything about Superman at that point yeah. in the books. Yeah. They were not married yet, but they, she knew. Right. Well, in this one, they're not even, they don't even know. They're just dating. Um, and the thing is, she, I think she's dating Clark Kent and seeing Superman save her, as we know. But she has feelings toward him. And this one, uh, he joins the League of the uh, League. The uh, Justice League is way bigger now. We have Martian Manhunter, uh, Hawkman. Um, those are the two new characters that joined the team. And he's asking everyone around there to have different lives. We know Barry Allen, uh, Hal Jordan. Uh, hopefully Diana is dating Steve Trevor. He's asking everybody in the room. Uh, he said, Barry, what about Iris? Like, doesn't, doesn't, isn't kind of weird for you to let her know you're the flash with all these responsibilities you have and the danger that comes with it. And they cut it off. But his struggle in this movie is basically trying to understand that he can live two different lives by making them one. This Lois has to be part of both to know when to help you and when to cover up for you and trust her. Um, and then we jump into as all this is going his life. Doomsday, Doomsday comes. He starts attacking the league, uh, killing people on Earth. Now Superman has to come to the plate. And the movie's focusing on just Superman's vulnerability to his relationships, his friends, um, and being Superman. And when there's a battle like this, what is he willing to sacrifice to save the people he loves? Uh, mainly being Lois. So this is going to be a... They said it's going to be the closest thing that they came to making this adaptation real from the books. And um, they're kind of also picking up when the first one what was that uh, Superman Doomsday picked up. That's what they're leaning into. The beginning of that story really is going to pop up. And now you're going to have a new uh, uh, variation on that. So this is going to be pretty awesome. Like I said, I got to pre-order this. This is definitely yeah. going to have to go on my head. Yeah. Now, this is coming um, later this summer. So I have no yes. idea exactly when. But um, but we do have another movie that just came out um, digital this week. And so the... the the um, Blu-ray DVD should be in another week or two, and we'll be giving you guys our impression on that when it comes out. That's the new Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch this weekend. Uh, busy with Easter, but um, it looks really good. I've been hearing good things about it online. I I've literally avoided every video because I don't want to have any spoilers uh, done to me. Uh, there was something I was watching on Instagram. They started playing a video. I didn't know what I was watching. I was like, Oh no, click on this. But um. Yeah, we're, we'll talk about that. And when did you say that's coming out? That You said the digital came out this week, right? Right, right. But when's the So Blu-ray? it's usually about two to three weeks later that the um, – well, actually, let me check Amazon real quick. We have the technology. That's right. That is Suicide Squad Hell to Pay Blu-ray. Uh, the Blu-ray is $17. Okay. Same as Aquaman And was. it comes out – let me see. Pre-order April 10th. So that's actually next wow. before next week. Okay. Well, looks like that's what I'm pre-ordering. Yep. Uh, so. I wonder if it's going to be better than Batman Assault on Arkham because that was my – I know the movie came out, but the Assault on Arkham was the best um, Suicide Squad I've seen on screen. <laughs> okay. Over the comics, so. Better than Hopefully. the than the live-action movie? I mean, I liked it, but <laughs> it was good. I mean, I went to go see it a couple times. I got the Blu-ray. I got the extended cut, but – that was the Suicide Squad in that animated film. If you guys haven't seen it, watch Batman Assault on Arkham. It doesn't go in the same world that we're talking about right now. It was a, it was actually a spinoff of the video game, the Arkham games, but it was really good. Cool. Well, in comic book news, we're getting a little bit more information about Justice League No Justice. Oh, which man. Is, we know is spinning right out of Dark Knight's Metal number six, which I've not read yet. It's sitting right I, here. I say, I've not cracked it yet. 
because I know I we had to do the show, and I don't want to say I don't want to give away something that we've not reviewed yet. Right. All I'm gonna so say don't is, Ken, tell you're me. gonna love it. Hey, hey Ken, you're gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will be reviewed next week, so you guys know this is coming. Um, also, next next week we're gonna do a quick show. It'll basically just be our reviews. Probably gonna we're gonna do um, Doomsday Clock number four and um, Dark Knight's Metal, and we'll have our previews. That's because we want to um, the next issue to be issue one, the next major full length issue to be issue one hundred. So you'll get a microcast next week early, before issue one hundred drops. But before you get into that, after that comes out, we find there's um, a lot of things come out of Dark Knight's Metal Six, which I don't know what it is yet. So I'm gonna skip that part of this story a little bit. But we do know um, in an interview with Hollywood Reporter James Tinian the Fourth, Joshua Williamson, and Francis Manipool offered up plenty of information about No Justice, including a peek into what um, the, what a wall, a breach in the source wall looks like. So um, it says, the this, let's see, let's go to the quotes. The setup is exactly as you said. The universe is broken, and the teams that we know and love in the DCU are not ready for what's coming, according to Williamson. And the figure who's going to tell them that is Brainiac, Who's going to drag them off to change all of that? And um, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like because of why, because he wants to save the world just so he can keep, or the uh, galaxy just so he can keep collecting the worlds to benefit him. That's right. If it wasn't something for him, he wouldn't be doing it. Right. Now, Williamson also said that New Justice will, um, it's also going to focus on Amanda Waller and the realization that the gates of the universe are broken and that cosmic threats are inbound with a story that, um, with that, the story is both universe-spanning and grounded. Now, the teams for No Justice are going to be um, the Justice League lineups led by Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, and The Flash. So we'll have four teams. Um, mm -hmm. He's going to pull in heroes and villains both from across the DCU, including names like Lobo, Beast Boy, Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern Corps, and Edrigan are all going to be part of this. Now, this is only a four-part story that starts in May. So it's going to so be shorter than Dark Knight's yeah. Metal. Sounds like each of the books is probably going to focus on one of the four teams. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Um, I'm just very curious on how they're going to all work together. It's just some of the characters on there, like Sinestro, Starro. I can't, I just, yeah. I don't know. And Dude, we know why, coming out, why? Well, coming out of this, this is what's going to lead into the three new Justice Leagues. Because we will have the, the regular Justice League, Justice League Dark, and Justice League Odyssey. Yeah. So, and really we have one more um, story for this week, and that is Harley Quinn is making an interesting, oh. taking an interesting uh -huh. trip this summer. Yes. Well, before, we get, else before we get into that? Yeah, I want to go on the source just a little bit uh, okay. more. Um, yeah, I asked you, how would you look up the source wall? Because uh, I've heard right. about it. I know it's a new God's thing. Yeah, it is. Um, it's Okay, let me just break this down for you guys. In DC Universe, there's a... Uh, non-religious uh equivalent to buddha really is the source wall but it gets a lot bigger than that um it's been here for as far as we know forever um it's the source of the new god's powers the origin of the god wave which is believed to be responsible for everything that the new gods have um it gives them their superpowers especially for those that defy physics more than anything this lies on the edge of the universe we don't really know where it is but it's somewhere in the galaxy called the source wall which um the only other being that you know in the DC universe that has been there and understands it even a little bit has been High Father, but outside of that, no one else knows really how far this goes. Um, there was in the new there's it controls all 
52 universes. I don't know about the 53rd, probably. Um, well, this was an older. Yeah, that's older Constant because era. at this point with the dark multiverse, you've just yeah. you've turned it into 120 or what is it? 104 at least. Right. Yeah. So I said, this was the old one. This was before the rebirth uh, happened. Um, but at the time it was 52 and now I'm pretty sure as Ken just said more. Um, but one of the times uh, this happened with Superboy Prime, I think on one of the crisis books, he uh, basically got slammed into the wall and it actually, by him just damaging that, and I guess because of his strength, he's actually able to damage it. Since he uh, made some type of uh, dent in the wall, it destroyed Earth-15. So that's how important these this the source is to the DC Universe. If it gets damaged, anything corrupts it, who knows what bad parallels we'll have throughout the ripple effects of the space-time continuum of the DC Universe. So uh, this is very important. The source wall is going to be a big part of this. It can also control other beings in the world uh, as Alexander Luther got controlled. So did Rip Hunter and the source wall uh, is deep into the multiverse. So it can go in any region it wants to. Okay. Okay. So is this, is the source wall similar to um, new Genesis and apocalypse where there's only one source wall for the entire multiverse? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. What you get there is what you get there. I think that's why I like to say when it got damaged, just because the whole wall got damaged, it it destroyed one earth because it's just connected to everything. Um, I would not, I don't know where they're going, but if, this story is leading up to the source wall getting damaged in any way. I do not want to see the repercussions of that. Yeah. Well, um, actually staying in the world of the new gods, we got the story about Harley Quinn. Now, Sam Humphreys um, is writing Harley starting this summer with Harley number 45. Um, and is being drawn by John Timms as the artist. But they're going to take Harley somewhere that we've never seen Harley go before. Yeah, this is a little different. This, this is, <laughs> is going to be fantastic. We have Harley Quinn visiting Apocalypse. It says, when the crown princess of crime meets Granny Goodness, she's offered a <laughs> spot as one of the fabled female furies, which will force Harley to ponder whether she wants to be a hero or a villain. This hmm. back and forth will play a major factor in Humphrey's run on the um, on Harley Quinn. Now, Humphrey said that Harley is a top-tier character in the DC Universe um, in an interview with the Washington Post. That also comes with a mandate that allows me to exact a lot of mayhem on the the comic pages. Uh, Now, Tim's is not new to Harley Quinn. He's actually illustrated a lot of issues and a lot of her adventures for Palmiata and Connors when they were writing because the two of them were writing for so long. Uh, Humphrey's also went on to say, Jimmy and Amanda had an absolutely legendary run on Harley five years, fantastic stories. They've done just as much as anybody to shape this character. One of the things that is going to define this run is, uh, bringing Harley a little closer to the core of the DCU. We'll see a lot of familiar faces, familiar places. Uh, one way to make that clear right off the jump is to bring Harley to apocalypse which in many ways is the heart of the DC mythos. If anyone can take on Apocalypse single-handedly, it's Harley Quinn. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting because they're going to help her out. Um, It says, when Harley wakes up to find herself on Darkseid's home turf, she'll have her trusty mallet by her side. But with some Jack Kirby-inspired enhancements. Yeah, that was the part I read. I'm like, hmm, do they mean art? Or I'm like, what, what? I'm so curious. Well, Humphreys was still talking to the Washington Post. He says, when she grabs this Kirby-infused hammer, it's going to give her powers like she's never had before. 
It's going to be unlike any other hammers she's ever um, had before, and she's a hammer enthusiast. We're going to see Harley use that hammer to kick a lot of butt. <laughs> but we're also going to see her wrestle over what it means to take on that kind of power. So it's going to be interesting to see where they go with this. Yeah, that's um I'm very curious about because Harley, I know Batman being on Apocalypse is Batman. Joker even being on Apocalypse, I don't even know how that would work. Harley, you know, I'm like, <laughs> could you imagine Joker and um, Darkseid just having a conversation? I wonder who's gonna say you're crazy first. <laughs> I think uh, I think Apox or um, Darkseid. Joker would make it like three sentences before Darkseid lets out the Omega beams and just slaughtered him. <laughs> you're annoying me. Get away from me. Because um, Darkseid yeah, don't care. He'll kill any. He'll kill anybody. He don't care. Oh, he's Darkseid. He's a tyrant, man. Well, he's um, basically but- the god of Apocalypse. Yeah, him and High Father, they're the two big guys of the, I guess, New Gods and Apocalypse. They are New Zeus Gens- and Hades. Yeah, they really, are. they really are. They really are. I never thought about that actually, but yeah, you're right. Well, that's what the New Gods <laughs> basically is. If you look, a lot of it is um, parallels to the old mythologies. I feel like DC does that se- a lot of times, though. As I said, I feel like they do it the Justice League. Yeah, Hercules, Hades. Well, Marvel um, does it too, with um, except a lot of times with Marvel, it's more of your Norse mythology Norse through Thor mythology, and things yeah. like that. Well, they have Hercules on there too, but I feel yeah. like DC just does like a complete. It's not like them saying, "Hey, you have Hercules and Thor, or whatever," but like they take the stories and the characteristics of some of the uh, Greek gods and use those to power up their story and back up their stories with the yeah. uh, characters they put out. Um, but yeah, that was um. That's that's Harley Quinn kicking butt in Kirby's inspired world. <laughs> that's right. This is going to be awesome. I'm glad I'm still right. Like I said, every issue surprises me with Harley Quinn because it's, now, it's just own. good stuff. And that's its own thing. You wouldn't get a Harley comic book uh, recently right now that's going to lead into this. I feel like that's her own thing. It doesn't tie into really what's going on in the DC universe right now. But rebirth. Through Batman that we're going to be reviewing here in a minute, she has been tied back into the main universe, and she's yes. got a lot um, better position, like, you, like Scott Humphreys was saying. She's becoming more of a main-tier character. Right. She's on Batman's team for this new No Justice, right? I don't remember. Okay. I, I feel like after we just read, we'll get into it, but I feel like she should be on Batman's team. But I could be wrong. She could be on someone else's, but I feel like she'll probably be on well, let me let me look at that again. Um, we keep going. I'm just gonna type in no justice here. Yeah. Well, that's gonna bring us actually into our comic reviews for this week anyway, and we're reviewing the books for March 21st, 2018. And um, she's actually on the Flash's team. Okay. Uh, real quick, guys. Just, I know we've said this before, but just as we talk about no justice, uh, Starro, Starfire, uh, Martian Manhunter, and Sinestro will be on Superman's team. Beast Boy, Lobo, Lex Luthor, Deathstroke. That's interesting what's going to happen, what we're going to get into a little later. It's going to be on Batman's team. Um, the Adam, Harley Quinn, uh, Robin, and Cyborg was on Flash's team. And Etrigan, Zantana, Dr. Fate, and Raven will be on uh, Wonder Woman's team. So that seems makes like we're sense. Getting, That's the mystical team. Yeah, it seems like we're getting the overpowered team, I guess, of the space beings. I was going to say the space beings with um, Superman's team. You're getting the... I don't know. Batman has basically a mixture of everything. He's got the shapeshifter. He's got the the low. He's got Lobo. He's got the genius level intellect of Lex Luthor. The fine ability of Deathstroke. He's a mixture. Then you have like the science based team with uh, Flash, and then you have the magic team with Wonder Woman. So, yeah, that makes sense. Batman gets everybody that he can pull from. <laughs> well, let's get into well, these reviews. The first one we're gonna right. do is actually um, 
Batman number 43. And this is the next set of Everybody Loves Ivy. The next yeah, part of Yeah, this it. has been a pretty solid story, I would say. I've been enjoying this one a lot. Um, so, go ahead, man. Um, I'm waiting for, actually for a Google to load right now. There we go. Um, ah. As we know, Superman, or not, not Superman, well, technically Superman, Poison Ivy controlling Superman, punched Batman so hard, put him in the hospital, literally. Um, so he's waking up and he started talking to Harley. Now, Harley is right now being controlled by Poison Ivy as everyone else is in the world. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah. Catwoman's talking to Poison Ivy herself. So as they're split up right now, the main thing Catwoman's uh, asking Poison Ivy is why you feel like this and we're here to help you. And Poison Ivy's like, I don't need any help. I'm literally controlling the world right now. What would I need help on? Yeah. Poison Ivy yeah. thinks she's basically the goddess of Earth right now. Um, but Catwoman uh, gets a little bit deeper and starts talking to her. Then Poison Ivy brings up what happened in the War of Joke and Reels that happened uh, mid last year. And in that one, we saw Poison Ivy take out some uh, security, some henchmen, whatever these men were, um, and killed them that we know of. And Riddler uh, held her and told her, you know what? It's okay. Those men deserved it. They were in our way of what we're trying to get to. And Poison Ivy's uh, mad at Catwoman right now because her friends were not there. Uh, Harley Quinn, I don't think, was in the picture at the time. And Catwoman just didn't want to be in the picture because she, because this was a, basically a prequel of everything that happened in Gotham. So Harley Quinn and Joker were in a relationship, and Catwoman decided, still in her way, I'm by myself. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I do what I want. And so she said, there's going to be a war between these bad guys against Batman. I don't want any part of it, and I'll just go somewhere else um so now we go back into the hospital and it seems like batman's being uh has security around him all the uh house of elves he has yeah all uh, the the super family basically yeah and harley's the only one in there because she's the doctor and she's good at what she does and And the interesting thing is they have actually the new superman there also ivy has brought in supergirl superman and new superman keenan kong yeah he's definitely a mainstay now at this point and he has his own justice league I need to get more into that now. This is going to get interesting now if they have their it's actual been a, Yeah, it's been a cool story the last couple of issues. Um, I can now go back and read those. Um, but with Batman getting to the head of Poison Ivy saying, you're hurt, you need help, and she's like, no, I'm saving the world. But she starts holding her head, and Batman's like, well, we're here to help you because you hurt. And uh, she's like, no one's hurt. I'm fine. And she's losing control of Harley as of right now. She had to start talking through Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never knew I never knew Poison Ivy to actually eat bugs either. By the way, said <laughs> so what? Um, Poison Ivy. There was a fly flying around when she was talking to Catwoman, and she catches a fly and eats it. I was like, "Oh, I didn't know you did that." Okay. Oh, Venus flytraps <laughs> eat flies. That's what I was thinking when that happened. Like, you are, I guess, a plant-like being now. Um, but she says, "I've been fighting Batman for all these years, and Catwoman, I thought you were my friend. I know you're not a hero, but I thought you were at least my friend." And um, she says, no, I'm not Batman. I'm not a hero. I'm me. And you're not alone. And now we go back to the hospital, and he's still trying to talk to Harley. He looks way right past Superman, and she's trying to figure out, what is she talking about? What do you have up your uh, sleeve while you keep talking to Harley? She says, oh, you're not. Yeah, it's You'll like see. she is Harley. Why would you talk to Harley by herself? Right. And she starts he's talking, to, he's talking to Harley, but this is Poison Ivy controlling her, and also says, um, I know what happened between you and every person you've met. They seem to leave you or do something bad to you. But you and Harley are very close. She says, what do you mean close? She says, like, I guess at this point, everyone in the comic book realm even knows you and Harley are 
an item. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever yeah. you guys need each other, you're there for each other. You love each other very much. So if there's anybody that can help you, you're not alone. She's still there. And then once he says that, Poison Ivy's talking to Catwoman saying, I'm trying to run the entire world. I'm getting distracted. Is this something that you and Batman had planned? He's like, distracted? Well, that is the plan. You are supposed to get distracted. And at that point, she kicks Poison Ivy, knocks her out. And because she was focused on Harley so much, while Batman's talking to her, Harley actually um, loses. She loses control of everybody, but Harley's the main focus. Yeah, Harley steps back real quick. Right. Um, So as everyone else is knocked out, Harley's starting to say pudding, of course. And, hey, Joker's got competition now. That's right. Don't let much call pudding. (laughs) Um, So once Batman picks her up, now Batman has a coma. He's got an eye patch on. <laughs> I don't know how he's. But able he's to still do Batman. This. He jumps out the window of the hospital. Probably looks like a story high, and lands on the emergency sign. Lands on the the uh, the roof of the the uh, emergency sign, and then jumps into the Batmobile perfectly with Harley in his arm. There's nothing like I Batman can't do. Even injured, he's still Batman. <laughs> Um, but Harley, quick or not Harley, Poison Ivy quickly um, regains consciousness, and um, because Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy started getting woke, waking up by uh, Catwoman, she doesn't want her knocked out forever, just enough to get her out of her trance of Harley. So Superman, uh, New Superman, and Supergirl all now try to stop um, Batman and Harley. But as uh, Harley Quinn and Batman know, you're Harley. She ain't gonna hurt you. So. Mm-hmm. They come to the forest or wherever this is in um, Gotham City, and all four of them meet up. And Harley Quinn tells Poison Ivy, "Batman has this thing in his car, and he changes right in there. Ain't that crazy?" Put. <laughs> um, she says, "I know crazy." Then her and Harley have a conversation, and says, "After all those years of everything that happened back then with the War of Joker and Riddles, she killed those men, and she's been thinking about that this whole time." And Harley says, "No need to be hurt. She's there." She's got her back. And then Batman tells her, if this is what you've been worrying about this whole time, and they all tell her, we know you're trying to save the world. You might be doing the wrong way, and you're not a villain. She says, I was then. I killed men. Batman says, no, you didn't. Riddler did. When he went to the park and analyzed the bodies, they were strung up, which Poison Ivy did do, but Riddler went there and shot each man in the head with bullet wounds. So when Poison Ivy had them tied up, she thought she just killed them from the vines being too tight. Because as we said, this was the early years of of uh, yeah. Batman's world. Yeah. So she thought she just killed them from maybe being upside down for too long, the vines were too tight, whatever. No, Riddler shot them in the head. Batman went back to examine them. They all had bullet holes, and Poison Ivy does not use a gun. So yeah. Riddler lied yeah. to her this whole time. So now we're going to a little bit more of the mythos of what happens in the uh, DC universe Seems like they're saying Poison Ivy's never really been a bad guy. She's just been in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, so well, she's I an think activist. Yeah, and that's re- I mean, she's been that her whole life, but they've made her the villain. But now they're showing she's not really a villain. She just had the wrong way of going about things. So it seems like even Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, and Catwoman are now on the side of justice, kind of more than anything. Maybe. So I'm going to see a might right now for me. I think we might begin a Gotham City's Sirens title. I hope soon, maybe. Um, but that's it. So after she knows she's not a villain and Poison Ivy's there for her, Catwoman's there for her, and Batman's willing to help her because he knows she didn't kill those men. Um, they sent her back to a facility to help her rehabilitate herself, and it might actually work this time. And that's really the end of the story. You get just now get to see Catwoman and Batman um, playing together and now saying we've got all the time in the world since we're not being uh, 
poisoned by Poison Ivy's mind right now. So next thing to come out of this issue or next issue is The Wedding Begins, which we all know this is what's going to um, been the build up ever since Joke of War and Riddles. That yeah. happened back last yeah. year. So this we're, is going to be the build up to uh, Batman issue 50. Yeah. Yep. Well, I said one issue away. Actually, next issue will be there on our journey to uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. So. Next. And I think actually we're running low on time at the moment. Okay. You just want to cover what happened so, big at the end of Superman? <clears throat> on which one? Superman. You just want, because the ending is the biggest thing that happened. Yeah, it's, that's it's, interesting because um, this actually wasn't the one we were going to review, but we should do, look at that. Superman number 43. Now, um, this is the Bizarro Boy story. And right. it, um, this is Bizarro Boy from the Bizarro world, the classic original uh, start Square of Bizarro. <laughs> yes. That's awesome I, because sorry. you do get to see the Square Earth. And you see Superman and Bizarro to get um, talking to each other at the end of this. I, I'm sorry. I just laughed at that because I forgot that it's Square. So when I think about the Flat Earthers, I'm like, guys, this is making yeah. fun of you guys in the comic books. Like- well, in this issue also, we get um, a Bizarro Damien. Who's a very yeah. nice and proper? Uh, I can almost hear an English accent coming out of this guy. Seriously, you got the little nice mustache. He's a teenager. He's got his little little stash growing in. <laughs> um, yeah. Just for a quick recap, uh, Superboy. This is basically what we've seen with Superman and Bizarro. He thinks he's a bad guy, thinks he's a villain, but he starts to talk to him a little bit. He's like, "Wait a minute, no, you're not bad. You're just misunderstood." Um, so Superboy tries to save a plane from crashing and. Superman tried to tell uh, Superboy to get away from him, but he's like, no, he's not bad. He's just Bizarro Boy. He's just misunderstood. A plane starts to fall, but they catch it in time. Then once Superboy real or Bizarro Superboy realizes what he did, he sees there's a uh, water on the ground, then he gives it to the um, the plane that was crashing down, and of course he's Bizarro Boy. He says, Bizarro Boy, not sorry. <laughs> means he's sorry, and they think they understand, and Bibble comes out, and he's ready to shoot uh, Superboy. Bizarro boy, and Superman tells him, "No, don't do that. Look what he's doing. He's still trying to help, even though he made a mistake." Um, and then this is when we get to see the Bizarro Robin. He comes in as a suave, polite man or polite teenager. And also, I know it's Goliath is green, not red from Bizarro. And he's not Goliath in here. He's tiny, tiny, tiny. Their version of Goliath. He's green. Um, and uh, he's reporting for duty. He's a good soldier. He actually listens to his command. And you and see later on that he actually enjoys being part of the Bizarro Sons instead of Super right. Sons. Right. He I loves he cool. loves being on the team, and it looks like Bizarro Boy is the one that's not really happy about it. Yeah, he's the one that's grumpy about it. This is Bizarro World we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, we Superman get to see Bibbo, says, too. You know Bibbo's in this. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. He's the one that got that shotgun out and uh, threatened to shoot <laughs> Bizarro Boy. He's like, no, no. He's, it wouldn't have done anything anyway. It was like, don't even make him mad. He's doing good. He's just a little misunderstood. Um so all of them go back now to uh, Bizarro World. Uh, Superman says it's time for him to go back there. And, of course, Bizarro Lois starts flirting with Superman. That's when Bizarro comes in, and he throws her into the the, um, the farmhouse once again. And he says, what Superman do with uh, Bizarro wife and boy? And he's not having it right now. So they have a little fight, of course. And uh, he knocks him into the moon. And... Uh, Superman tells Bizarro Boy he's doing good. He's still being a good son. And now Bizarro and Superman have something to talk about. As they go into the world, it looks... Now, this is where I was a little confused. It looks like it's being uh, manipulated and turned into something weird right now. Seems like Bizarro is becoming a regular Earth by becoming um, circular. 
And it turns out it's somebody manipulating the world and says, let's have fun. And you have literally the League of the Legion of Doom from the 1970 cartoon. The, that was actually early eighties, I believe. I'm sorry, early eighties of um, the uh, the League of the Challenge of the Super Friends. Thank you. That's what it was called, the Challenge of Super Friends. And you have the Legion of Doom now plotting on Bizarro League. I guess you call this the Justice League. And in this world, I'm just going to go through this. Um, Lex Luthor has long hair. Brittler, I don't know what he is. He looks like he's what is this? He doesn't have everybody's reversed or something. Yeah, he's he's got like a apostrophe for him now. Um, Scarecrow's now a happy smiley face, making you want to laugh. Gigantoprise is going to go small. I'm assuming. Um, Black Manta has Captain Cold is uh, probably Captain Fire. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. And Black Manta doesn't seem like he can swim because he has a Floyd device. Cheetah looks like more of a tiger. Um, and Sinestro is wearing the Green Lantern uh, colors instead of yellow and. Uh, gorilla Grodd looks like he's an albino gorilla. And all the Justice League are now in the pit of balls, by the way. These plastic balls that you find, like your old school Chuck E. Cheese being trapped. Oh, and also Hal Jordan in this one is Yellow Lantern because it's reversed. Uh, mm-hmm. and, well, we know that league. But anyways, this seems like it's going to be a very interesting comic book for next issue. Next issue will be Legion of Fun instead of Legion of Doom. Um, so I, I gotta pick this up. This was reminding me of the old school Justice League that they were kind of doing, or Super Friends that they're bringing back. So this is gonna be a fun issue. I, we gotta review that when it comes. Oh out. yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. um, but that was so, our comic book, and that brings us to our co- our previews for March fourth, twenty eighteen. We gotta make one more stop. Yep, we gotta go to the shop. And that sounder can only mean one thing. It's time for our weekly trip to the comic shop. This week's comic shop trip is for March 4th, 2018. And I believe we had, what was it, 10 books on the list? Yes. Yeah, 10 books on the list, which is a little light for what they've been doing. Yeah, they usually go a little bit more um, in-depth with it. Uh, We usually have like 13 books, and that's usually when we say we have a short week. But this one is Mm -hmm. actually only 13. Well... Let's start this off. This week, we start with Cyborg number 21, which we know is wrapping down the Cyborg series soon. It's in the DC Universe. So, no, wait, wait. I forgot. Cyborg wait. got picked up and moved in, um, re-picked up, remember? They cut, yeah. they cut Cyborg. Yeah, now he's coming back because uh, Wolfman wanted it, is writing it now. This yeah, is the first issue back. Books, I was like, oh, yeah, he's coming back for this one. He's not being uh, canceled. Yeah. This is, um, this is actually, I believe, the first title with Wolfman in char- running it. This is in the DC universe. Cyborg is the most technologically or technical, ah, technical advanced being on the planet, or so we thought. Introducing Motherbox 2.0, Robo Dojo. Unlike Cyborg, Robo Dojo. that's right. Unlike Cyborg, these robots are piloted by the government's best, brightest, and most loyal soldiers. Superheroes just got a major upgrade produced, developed, and financed. By Star Labs. Art is done by Sam Lofty and is written by Marv Wolfman. This is going to be awesome seeing Wolfman writing the, one of the characters that he helped shape exactly who it is. Right. That, now, this one I got to probably uh, get or at least read the digital because I, uh, I'm interested in what he's going to bring back to the table for Cyborg. Mm-hmm. 
Well, next we have uh, Deathstroke issue number 30. Now, this is going to be a six-issue miniseries. We talked about this earlier in the year, or I guess maybe, was it earlier this year or was it last year? I think it was earlier this year we heard about this coming. But this is interesting because it's a miniseries within the regular series run. Right. Um, this is Deathstroke number 30, Deathstroke versus Batman. This is when we talked about it. Now, this is part one. Beginning this month, a six-issue series within a series featured the ultimate showdown between DC's fiercest rivals. When Batman discovers a mysterious package containing DNA test results, providing that or proving that he is not Damian Wayne's biological father. Wow. The Dark Knight sets his sights on his son's true father, Deathstroke, but Damian Wayne can't really be Slade Wilson's son. Can he? And who sent this package and why? The ultimate custody battle ensures as the world's greatest detective and the world's deadliest assassin class an instant classic. And the art on here is done by Carlo Pagulian and written by Christopher Priest. Yeah, this looks pretty fun. Yeah. This looks I don't think he's gonna wind up being his father. It might be a ruse, because I, I doubt that they're gonna do this after about a decade of Damian Wayne being here, over a decade, really. Um, he's not really Batman's father. They could throw us for that, but I hope they don't. Yeah, I think this there's something to this. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely something to it. I just hope they don't by the end of us leave it to be. Um, mm -hmm. son. That would be really a throw off of what uh, Robin really is. Well, let's we're moving on to Green Arrow number thirty nine, the Children of um, Vakar or Vakar, part one. Following the hellish year in, or following a hellish year in Seattle, Oliver Queen heads to the war torn city of Vakar to use his considerable resources to help its starving citizens. But Oliver soon finds himself over his head when he discovers that Vakar is being run by a mysterious new warlord known as Nothing, and all the town's children have gone missing. Oliver Queen can't save the children of Vakar, but Green Arrow can, uh, can create Green Arrow. Art is done by um, Marcio Takara, and it's written by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly. All right, and next we got Green Lantern number 44, Ghost of the Past Part 1. Jessica Cruz's ring has a mind of its own, and it's lashing out at her. Jess needs to find a way to defend herself against the ring that is making constructs against her will. Huh. Just as she was learning to pick that up. Yeah. Art done by uh, Rowan Kuik and written by Tim Seeley. This is interesting that they've not mentioned Simon doesn't get mentioned in this at all. No, he, he is, and um, hmm, he's not, he's, yeah, he's. He might not even be on there because it seems like they only have one um, picture for who's going to be starring it. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe this is just Jessica's issue right now. Well, we know also coming up in, in what is it, Justice League Odyssey, that Jessica Cruz is going to be on the league, but Simon is not. Yeah. So maybe this. And is also the two of them are not on the regular Justice League anymore. Yeah. So. Uh, so huh. what's going on with Simon? We'll see. I hope he's not going to be a casualty of anything. Maybe he'll just yeah. start running more into his own. Uh, just his own Green Lantern something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, next up, we get Harley Quinn number 41, Angry Bird finale. Betrayed by one of the last allies she thought she had left from Gotham City's criminal underworld, Harley's in a corner of, or Harley's in a corner in her battle against the Penguin. And that's the most dangerous place you could possibly put her. Someone's going to get killed here, and it ain't Harley. Uh,. Art is done by Morissette and is written by Frank Thierry. Yeah, this has been an interesting story of seeing um, the Penguin bringing in all of the Gotham City's criminal underworld into New York and Harley basically fighting them off. 
Yeah, of course. I feel like it would be Penguin or a Riddler or a Joker that would do that, though. So at least we're going to see the Riddler again. We haven't seen him too much in the Batman books. You mean the Penguin? What did I say? He said Riddler. Oh, huh. I mean, like, Riddler, man, I mean, Riddler, uh, Penguin, and Joker, they always be, like, the three to um, do yeah. something like that. But I was saying Penguin again, because we haven't seen him too much in um, the Batman books. Or yeah. Detective. We've seen him in uh, uh, Batgirl um, and uh, Harley right now, so. Nice seeing him back again. But this next book we got is Justice League, issue number 42, Justice Lost, part two. Trapped in the chaos, a uh, uh, tribal conflict, tribal conflict tribal. of yeah. the Justice League yeah. becomes divided over, rather, the uh, intervene the civil war in order to protect thousands of fleeing refugees and a critical decision could have dire consequences for one of the members. Meanwhile, Batman and Aquaman clash over how to take down the nemesis known as the Fan, who holds their entire secrets hostage? Or hostage. Uh, art's done by Pete Woods and written by Christopher Priest. I'm surprised the fan hasn't been caught yet. Yeah, and it's interesting because um, in the last issue, Wonder Woman got shot. So how are they going to um, bring this yeah. in? How does she survive this and stuff? Because in the, the last panel of issue 41 was Wonder Woman dead. So Which we know she's weird. not going to stay dead because they would have told us a lot long time before this. Right. Which is also... Uh, Weird because uh, she's Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to last too long. Well, next up, we're going to get Nightwing number 42, The Crimson Kabuki. When Damian <laughs> Wayne disappears in a solo during a solo mission to Tokyo, Nightwing oh, must yeah. enter the seedy underworld to save the boy who was once his Robin. But Dick will have to ascend the Crimson Kabuki's Tower of Crime and survive a game of death against three of Japan's most powerful fighters. Can Nightwing defeat an entire building of elite fighters, or will he lose Damien forever? Art's done by George Carano and or Corona, and is written by Jackson Lansing and Cor- Colin Kelly. Now, this is interesting. Does this not sound like... Do you remember Game of Death with Bruce Lee? The movie yeah. that never really got finished? This sounds similar yeah. to that. I mean, that is what they're going for. That's what it sounds like. They had to, he had to fight his way up the tower to get to the boss. Um, didn't um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play in that? Yeah. And uh, Chuck Norris? I don't know if Chuck Norris was in that one or not. Okay, he was in one of them. I thought it was that one, but um, it's been so long since I saw this. Watch out, my grandpa. Yeah. Um, but uh, that makes sense for Nightwing to do something like that. I mean, it's Nightwing, Batman, Deathstroke, Arrow, those kind of characters. But I, I'm really liking what they're doing with Nightwing recently. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see him with Titans, by the way. But um, our next issue here, Superman issue number 44. This cover art looks literally just like pulled straight out of the Super Friends, Challenge of the Super Friends. Um, can't get a too good picture for it, though, to enlarge it. But Wait a minute. Look in the yeah, middle of that. You see, that? You see um, Zan and Jaina, the Wonder Twins are in the middle of that? The Bizarro Wonder Dude, I Twins? Can't, I, can't, I can't pull it up. Like, I can't get it. Right behind top. Robin. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Is there anywhere we can find the pictures for the combo book covers in the bigger... Uh, on the DC website, I can't get it to actually yeah. give me the yeah. page. Figure that what out. I could do know. actually. I can take this, copy it, drop it into the chat, and let me see what we got here. And then once it pops up there, click on it, and you can zoom in. Until uh, what? Uh, it's a low resolution nope. image, but you can still see through it. I'm trying to find it. There you go. Interesting. Ah, there's a Joker in here. <coughs> The hey Brainiac's in there. Yep, the Wonder Twins are in that. <laughs> this is nice. Yeah, this is definitely old school. 
Ah, and the Batman has on a smiley face too because he's Batman and Scarecrow. Yep, and Joker looks distraught. Okay, well, we're in for a fun treat next week or two weeks from now. Um, okay, let me get back to this book. Uh, Superman issue number forty-four, Bizarro Redef Part Three. Boyzaro. Uh, I'm sorry, Boyzaro Redef <laughs> uh, Part Three. Gathered together from the cosmic reasons of the universe, our most powerful foes of bad ever assembled. Now the, I'm trying. I can't. I can't keep that up. Uh, now the super foes face the legion of fun, and the only heroes who dare to stand against this intergalactic threat is Bizarroverse versus and Bizarroverse are Superman and his son. Um, yeah, this is totally pulled from the Trials of Super Friends. The way that oh, yeah. sounded, oh, it, that's this is. I love it. You can't get. You can't go wrong with this. Uh, that's a classic. Art done by Patrick Gleason and written by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. Well, the next oh, one up is the actually the new. number, huh? This is new. Yeah, this is a brand new issue. This is um, the next of the new age of DC heroes that was coming. We've already got Damage, Silencer, the Terrifics. Well, the next one up is Curse of Brimstone, number one. <clears throat> Joe Chamberlain would do anything to save his small forgotten town, even make a deal with the devil. Oh, I can see where this is going. Yeah, but yeah, get, yeah. But things get worse, and Joe finds himself cursed with the power of brimstone. With the power with the power of fire and destruction coursing through his hands, Joe must now track down and destroy the demon that made his deal or he made his deal with before the power he now wields destroys the town he was trying to save. But as the fiery pain inside him grows, can this young man overcome his own demons before the power rips him apart? from the inside out now he just needs a motorcycle to ride on yeah that's why yeah i'm i'm looking at this i'm going through the panels right now is the mirrors every one of these almost a dc version of a of a marvel a marvel book. character seriously this one is definitely um ghost rider or the idea was oh yeah so we, what we got now hawk spider-man fantastic four and now ghost rider that's right that's the new um, age of dc heroes I'm not going to spoil I was going to say something, but it's going to spoil another book for you. But, yeah, that's really what they're going for here. I just <laughs> – I don't know how long these books are going to last because they're really honestly taking jabs at Marvel. Yeah. But these are funny to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm say, and they've been I'm fun so there. far. I'm putting this out in the air, guys. After you read Dark Knight's Metal issue number six, there's no race anymore between Marvel and DC books. DC has been winning miles. Marvel needs to catch up to us. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Well, um, we got one book have, left. Yep. And this is Batman. This is going to lead up into what's going to take place for these next couple of issues up to Batman issue number 50. But we got a wedding we're going to all attend. Um, something, uh, Batman issue number 44, something blue. Follow Batman Catwoman on two separate but parallel paths as their wedding planning kicks into high gear. Selena picks out her dress. Bruce uh, sets up the, the arrangements for their new life together. But this being Gotham City... And they are being uh, Batman Catwoman. You can bet nothing's going to go as they expected. Uh, art done by Mikhail uh, uh, Juan and uh, jo Janine Joanne Jones and written by Tom King. Uh, Tom King's been doing how many issues now? How long has he been on this? I think he's been on Batman since the beginning or since the rebirth. Yeah, he's been doing great. Um, these are definitely some, I mean, because I'm a Batman fan, but I've been picking up Superman and Batman constantly. Uh, these yeah. are some books I always got to pick up, which is weird, as I said, because I'm not big into Superman as I am Batman, but they've just been doing great lately. So that brings us to the end of our um, books for this week. 
it kind of brings it to the end of a somewhat short episode. But like I said, you have monitor duty. I have to um, take care of your duties here at the Hall of Justice since you're not here. Hey, you know, I'm up here. I'm fine. I'm saying I'm having more fun. So you know what? I'm not mad. A little jealous, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, this has been a great week. Remember, uh, two weeks or a week and a half from now on, uh, what is it? April 14th, we will be having our issue 100 spectacular. We will be uh, basically just celebrating Superman all day off and on. Now, we will be live streaming on Facebook Live when we're when we do issue 100. But we will also be the plan is to do a audio commentary for Superman 2. And I don't know what else is going to go on. We'll probably have pictures and stuff from the day. We'll uh, maybe do some live streaming of other things. You never know. Just keep an eye on the DC Superpowers Podcast Facebook page. And you'll see um, when we pop on, when we don't. We'll give you more information as we get closer to it, too. So, Vernon, yeah. why don't you let everybody know how they can keep a hold of us, though? Guys, you can hit us up and find us on our website with all of our sponsors, all of our apparel, um, everything, really. This is going to be where you can see our pictures, our other social media sites, YouTube. Go on the DCSuperpowers.com website, and you'll find everything you need to uh, for us um, also you can find our other links on that page but if um, you're just on your phone right now you just scroll from social media look us up on Instagram DC Superpowers Podcast Facebook DC Superpowers Podcast Twitter at Superpowers DC um, if you have any questions about what's going on this weekend on the show you can hit me up on my personal uh, Instagram is uh, How Not Wolf Facebook I'm Vielo and Twitter I'm Vielo uh, my partner Ken you can find him on his social media at I'm at, on Twitter and Instagram as GW1Ken. On Facebook, I'm Ken Rose. You can also email us, dcsuperpowerspodcast at gmail.com. We're also found on our network homes at the Tangibound Network at tangiboundnetwork.com and WeebyGeeks at WeebyGeeksPC.com. So, Vernon, is there anything else before we wrap this up today? Um, I think that's it. Guys, stay dry because it's not doing too good from what I can see down there on Earth. Uh, it's pretty rainy. Storms, so, but you gotta uh, stay good out there. Um, also, uh, tune in um, for us, as Ken said, for our Superman episode. That's why I think we should, we'll call it. We'll figure out what we're gonna exactly call it. But um, yeah, we're gonna be live streaming. I think it's gonna be pretty awesome. We have some guests in there, so if you guys would mind when we go live, tell everyone, share the link, let them know where you can find us. Our hundredth episode. Uh, we're gonna just go deep diving on Superman before the issue one thousand uh, comes out. We'll let you know what we're gonna have fun with. We're just gonna have fun that episode. Well, um, also, I will have the uh, Action Comics 1080 Years of Superman um, hardcover because that comes out this week. Or it comes out next uh, week on the 11th. So I will have that. We could actually talk about that on the um, issue also. Okay. I was also going to say, um, guys, when we go on Facebook Live, um, maybe, I don't know, Ken, we can talk more about this. I don't know how long it'll last. I said, maybe you can do an Instagram Live, maybe. Um, but if, when we go on Facebook Live, guys, Talk to us a little bit more if you can than what we normally used to since our 100 episode. Yeah. We will take pauses, we'll take breaks, we'll conversate with the fans. Uh, we're just having fun. We're going to be serious about our uh, podcast, but we're going to have a fun, fun time with this one. We're just making a celebration. So that's thank right. Come celebrate with us. us this long. Yes, thank you guys for listening to us this long. Highly appreciate it. And um, we'll see you for the 100th episode. That's right. So, but before that, remember, you will be getting the DC Superpowers microcast next week with our reviews of 
um, Doomsday Clock and Metal Number no. Six, and you, the preview or the previews pull list for next week's books. So you are still getting those, and then issue 100 will be coming right after that on Saturday. So Vernon, thanks for hanging out this week, sir, and we will see you next week. Always fun. And Super Friends, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>